I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Well, okay, that was not fun. I pressed the wrong button, so here's another round of the show right here on the Blitz Morning Show. <coughs> Just in case you finally tuned in for round two, my name's Toby Brendel, and to my right, it's Alex Wannabe. <laughs> Hey, it worked. What can you're I lucky. say? You're lucky. You're the one driving. <laughs> All right. So, CFL, you start. You talk. I'll sit here and look beautiful. Well, why? <laughs> you're not a huge fan of the CFL or what? what's up there? Yeah, pretty much. I'll pipe in with what I know, which is not much. So, you talk. You talk. talk. You make fun. I talk. Okay, you talk. Okay, well, one move that I, that, that I <clears throat> particularly like, of course, you know, being from Saskatchewan, of course I'm a Ryder fan. I know yeah, I know you're grinding your teeth over there, Toby, but you know what? It's not the team that I hate, it's the fans that I hate. Oh, so you hate me? I don't okay, hate Okay, I get it. No, it's, okay. it's fine. Hear me out. I'll tell you one of the reasons. All right, I thought you were just going to sit there and, 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 and be pretty. Now you're now you're opening your mouth. And Damn right. I want to defend my reason why okay. I hate some of the uh, Ryder fans. You can't even say the team names. <laughs> the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Okay, let's go. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome to Saskatchewan. You're from Saskatchewan. I know. I'm making fun of myself. Okay. Anyway, there was somebody on my Facebook. I'm not going to say her name or yeah. how she's related. But she posted a question saying, we need costume ideas for the Riders game. And I, I posted. I said, I know you're not an NFL fan, but if you want really good ideas Google Oakland Raiders black hole yep and I said some of the ideas you will get from these guys alone if you throw green and white in it you will stand out more than everybody else in that stadium I said I can guarantee you that she told me to F off that I was immature and I got blocked. It's fans like that that I hate. Plus, also, there's fans back in the day that were flip-flopping. When Darian Durant was uh, a number one starter, his very first starting career, people were like, yes, we got a good quarterback. Yeah, woo! We're going to go to the Grey Cup. Woo! A couple years later, the exact same people. Man, I hated them. I never wanted them in the first place. No, you wanted him in the first place. No, I hated him. I never wanted him. It's like, um, excuse me. You, are, you, are you talking to guys that, that are right now, now that he's not with us anymore, or are you talking while he was still on the team? He, when he was still in the team. <clears throat> you had that much of a difference between when he started to when he had about three years that's in. Just, that's just a statement that I have found to be 100% fact, especially in Ryderville, of all other teams. No matter what league, no matter what sport, the backup quarterback is the most popular quarterback. Yes. 
he is the best. He is the favorite player on the team every single year. Unless he starts and he's the most hated. Well, it depends. If he gets named a starter, yeah, sure. For the next year, everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's a good quarterback. And then the year after that, oh, no, you know what? This guy, we just had this other backup. I, I've noticed that. But like, those aren't true Ryder fans. Those are just, those are, they're fans that like to complain. And those are the fans, the reason why I don't like the Riders. Well, you're entitled to your own opinion there, Toby, I guess, but. I have no opinion. I'm a male. Yeah, okay. Go for it. Alright, well, we're gonna go back then. The sneaky signing that uh, the Riders put together this past week that I'm a huge fan of was uh, they signed John Ocho. Defensive back. He's 6'3. That's it? Uh, yeah, he's 6'3. He's only 28 years old. He only has one year under his belt in the CFL. However, if I remember correctly, he was named an All Star. In his rookie year, five interceptions plus a touchdown. In his rookie year. He also had 41 tackles and eight special teams tackles. Riders, what did they need after losing Casey Rogers to the Jets? They needed a boundary corner. They found that in John Ocho. That's one of the positions the Riders didn't address in free agency, and that's one of the reasons why I was worried they addressed it. This guy, if he can get back to how he was before he had his injury, if I'm, I'm, pretty, if I'm remembering it correctly, it was an ECL and MCL injury he had. If he's back to full health, this guy is going to going to make a difference in the in the back end of the secondary. I mean, Javon Johnson, John Ocho, Ed Ganey, Creston Butler as our secondary, that's going to be tough to be for any quarterback. And then along with the with the trading for Charleston Hughes, who's been the league leader to back-to-back in sacks in the league, him, Willie Jefferson, and then you got um, Zach Evans in the middle, and then they re-signed Eddie Steele, which is another sneaky signing. That's good. Two Canadians in the middle of the defensive line. That's going to help with the ratio, and then they're both excellent players. Then you've got a rotation of John Heck, Mike Edom, and Marc Olivier Brulette. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. What? For the same, yeah, Marc Olivier Brulette is an all star with the Montreal Alouettes. Come on, this is the one. Yeah. We don't speak <laughs> French. And then Apparently, you got, neither do, does, do you. <laughs> You don't speak English, apparently, either. No. You know who John Ocho played for? He's with Edmonton. He's Edmonton in 2015. He played under Chris Jones. So he's right back in the scheme that he did so well in. What? Me no speak no English, apparently. Apparently you don't. <laughs> I'm short-circuiting here. Yeah, you see that. And the signing a mess of... I don't know, I think... And then with Caleros... If he can get back to his MLP form, watch out. Oh, speaking about Caleros, um, did you see who Toronto signed for a headquarter? The a headquarter? No, I didn't know there was a position called a headquarter. The head coaching position for the quarterback? You mean the quarterback coach? Yeah! I knew I was going to say it once or sooner or later. You didn't say it at all. <laughs> I know! Who did they sign as their quarterback coach? Anthony Calvillo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. I did remember reading that. Left Montreal went to Toronto. Yeah. Boy. Because Montreal's a dumpster fire. What? That's the Minnesota Twins. No. Montreal, Montreal is a dumpster fire. Oh, the Minnesota Twins is a dumpster fire. I don't watch them, so... Let's just say uh, four years in a row, they had about 90 losses, 
and every year they got worse and worse. And the one year they actually had a hundred and one losses. See, I don't pay attention to baseball. Neither do I. Well, then why are you bringing it up there, Toby? Power trip on cafe yet? Okay. Come on, that's where then, I get all then, my sports from. I remember you saying that. And then uh, another story that's been beaten profusely. Cousins Old, to Minnesota? No. That was is uh, Manziel. I'm only gonna spend a little bit of time on it because I have I have zero cares about him. You know, I'd rather use more colorful language, but I can't. Should not come to CFL. Don't want him here. It's my opinion. Just from what I heard now. You know, of course, I can't confirm anything. No one can. No one knows what went on behind closed doors 100%. Only they know. So, it might just be a misunderstanding. But if what I'm understanding is correct, they wanted to pay... His his agent wanted him to make close to what Caleros was making. I'm sorry, but Caleros was an MLP form, took a team to the Grey Cup. That's why he was getting paid that salary. You're coming into the league fresh. You're going to sign whatever contract that they can put in front of you to make to make a living. You want a chance, you got to earn it. you got to prove it. You can't just go, well... I did all this in the past, so I'm going to do it here in the CFL because it's a Bush League compared to the NFL. No, it's not how it works. Sorry. It's not even close to the NFL. No, CFL is a different game. So if you want bigger money, they come here and earn it. Even if it has to be an incentive-based contract. And I think Your base salary is not going to be overly high. And that's what I think they should basically do with every contract. Have the contract at certain. If you do good... You make more goals or touchdowns thrown, get more. I, I see. I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, how many players, both CFL and NFL, go out, play fantastic in a contract year? They get the big deal, and then their production drops. I'm not saying they stop trying. I'm not saying they stop caring. To me, it's just. I wonder if that would happen if they weren't guaranteed so much money. If they still had to earn it. In the NBA. The Minnesota Timberwolves gave like a huge contract to Andrew Wiggins just because how well he's doing. Now he's basically on the fourth line and he's basically bitching, saying he's not getting the time or the actual play. Meanwhile, he goes for something like 1 in 16 from the field. Like, Again, I'm sorry, Toby. I don't watch basketball. No, it's just uh, he does good for the first two two years. He gets the big contract, and he's basically given up. <coughs> and people are saying, why did we give you that max deal? <coughs> I know exactly where you're coming from when it comes to the... He did well here. Let's give him the big money. Yeah, like, I mean, like, if, if he wants to come up here and play... Start him where, he, where where everyone else starts. He doesn't get special treatment just because he's Johnny Manziel. He wasn't even number one in that draft pick. In that draft? You mean? Yeah. Where did he go? I think he went... The Browns. Yeah, the Browns sucked him, yeah. And it's funny because, uh, if I remember correctly, Derek Carr went after him, and so did Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was still in the first round. Carr was in the second. Yep. I think the Raiders won, uh, won that battle, though. Oh yeah, but bad. That, that's bad, pretty much. I, I mean, I know you don't you don't like Chad Seal, so we'll switch back over NFL then. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her my own question, and I'm gonna have you answer it. Which team has gotten worst? Has done the worst in this offseason? Mine for me, hands down, easy. Not just because they're my favorite team, but the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, they have completely dismantled. Now, one, it's depressing to see and it's worrisome, but two, it's also exciting. I mean, a rebuild to see what new faces they're gonna bring in. John Schneider and Pete Carroll—they've done it before. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my trust in them. Russell Wilson's still a superstar quarterback. They still have Earl Thomas. They still have Bobby Wagner. You know, if they can fix that old line, they can fix it because it's 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 a patch job. Man, if they can fix the old line and then build from there. I'd like I'd like to see that, but we'll we'll see where they go. I'm gonna put my faith in them. They're professionals. They're gonna get paid millions of dollars, millions of dollars, right? I don't even get I don't get paid anything to do anything regarding football. I'm just a fan that has my own opinions, right? So. I'm gonna put my faith in them, but it's just, it's just, it's kind of sad to see to see them to see them kind of uh, tear down a championship uh, a championship team. Their O line is like you and I playing O line. Yeah, they got Justin Britt. He's a he's an average starter in my opinion. Uh, Dwayne Brown, but he's on the back end of his career, and I, in my opinion, he gets paid a bit too much. Yeah, then that's it. They. I wanted, I wanted them. I had a wish list. I had a wish list, Toby. I made a wish list for for the Seahawks of what I wanted them to do in this free agency. I got a question for you. What's that? Does popcorn give you diarrhea? No. Okay, just asking. Continue. Okay then. I had a wish list. What? <laughs> do you want me to? Do you want me to keep talking, and do you want to? Uh, Hey, smart, smart ass some more. <laughs> oh, your expression on your face was awesome. <laughs> All right. So, what I wanted them to do was pick up Andrew Norwell. He was the top offensive lineman in free agency. Rashad Breland, he'd be a good depth cornerback starter. Justin Pug from the Giants, I wanted to pick him up. That fixed your guard situation when you roll on. Your guards are good. You have your center. You have you know, Justin Bird at center. You've got Andrew Norwell on your left guard, just to plug your right guard. Now all you need is your right tackle, because your left tackle is already good in Dwayne Brown for another year or two. I wanted the Seahawks to sign Carlos Hyde. The Browns picked him up. Carlos Hyde! Sorry. What is that? I don't know. Well then. EJ Gaines. Again, the Browns picked him up. Trey Burton as a tight end, because the Seahawks need a tight end. They let Jimmy Graham go. Yeah, frick! To Detroit? What? No, wait, no. Jimmy Graham went to the Packers. Yeah, sorry. Then who did Luke Wilson went to the went to the Lions? That's it. Luke Wilson's a Canadian boy too. Yes, right across the road. Yep. Uh, then you got Marquise Lee. I would have liked to see them pick him up. Fortunately, it didn't happen. Dominic Easley is a defensive tackle, and Todd Davis is a linebacker. Todd Davis resigned with Denver. Easley, I think he's actually still available. I could be wrong. And Marquise Lee. I can't remember where he went either. It's not coming to me. I know he got signed though. So I just none of that happened. Didn't pick up a single person on my wish list. But then again, I'm just a fan. They're the ones that get paid millions of dollars to make these decisions. I'm gonna put my faith in them. I just would have liked a couple of those players to be on the Seahawks roster in the draft. I know he's not gonna drop, but the first round pick I hope Seattle gets, if he somehow drops, is Marcus Davenport, edge rusher, defensive end. I think he can really help replace Michael Bennett. Yeah, Viking! Woohoo! 
What? Didn't he go to the Vikings? No, they traded Michael Bennett to the Eagles. Then which one did the Vikings pick up? From who? Uh, he used to be a Seahawk. Don't know what you're talking about, man. God damn it. He's making like $8 million a year, and he's on the D-line. Sheldon Richardson. Yeah! You guys Sheldon Richardson. <coughs> oh, you want to hear something really funny? Oh, what's that? All right. Uh, with Minnesota beating that team. What team? The Saints. Yeah. All right, you know how they still had to do the extra point? Yeah. Which now the NFL basically says... The extra point doesn't... If they win, they don't have to kick it. But anyway, when they were getting back on the field after the refs are like, hey, let's go, let's kick the extra field. (laughs) I can't remember exactly which Viking was basically says, just go stand there. Just go, just go. And he goes, well, I need a helmet. I don't have one. I ran over to the equipment manager guy. I need a helmet. Here you go. And the uh, Viking goes, as soon as he put it on his head, he knew it was not his. Just for the simple fact, when he put it on his head, the chin strap was buckled on, and it was not sitting on his head. It was just, like, absolutely loose. And the first words popped into his mouth was, holy crap, this guy has a huge head. And it was uh, Daniil Hunter's helmet. And when you actually take a look at the size of that dude, I'm just a big guy. Oh my god. So, anyway, yeah, basically that was it. He says he was standing there <laughs> uh, waiting for the kick, and the helmet was basically sliding down, and he's, he said he grabbed a hold of the mask, lifted it up, and the punter from the Saints came up and goes, Hey, how's it going? Broken ribs at all. You said I, he I found I found it funny that the puncher came out <laughs> for the for the extra points. Broken ribs at all. Well, I mean, really, but like, what's what do you expect? Right, the Saints just they gave that game away at the end. I, what? I'm uh, gonna probably just walk off the field too, almost. Uh, you just, why go for a tackle like that? Well, I have to prove the punters are more are, are people too. Wait, what? Talking about the. Oh, you talking about, I thought you were talking about the broken ribs on the punter no. still. And I still can't believe Minnesota fans and stuff like that were donating to his charity. Was it? Was it his charity that they were donating like tons of money to? That I have no knowledge of. But I can't remember exactly what the Minnesota fans were doing, giving him money for a charity, I do believe. And in returns, this punter was given the money back to Minnesota into the child hospital I think but yeah it was actually kind of cool I feel uh, I feel bad for Marcus Williams because that play is going to overshadow an excellent rookie campaign for him oh yes huge watch he's passing on the left Uh he's passing on the left 
Oh, I know, stupid. I hope you get a ticket, dumbass. Oh, well, just let him have it. Let him do it. You know, there's times where somebody does that and you think, oh, yeah, blow out a tire. It's like, why blow out a tire? Wish him a ticket. Oh, and then uh, you wanted to talk about, you mentioned earlier, the Kirk Cousins move. Like, I, I, like you, I interrupted you earlier in the show. How do you really feel about it? Like, with him at Corbett, it's going to be a big difference. Does that make you guys Super Bowl contenders? Uh, where does that leave Minnesota? Because um, to me, it just leaves them in a huge hit in the salary cap. Me, I don't think they're going to improve. If anything, they're going to be probably 11 and 5. It's not bad. Not bad. It's a playoff. Yeah. But there's still a bunch of things that they still have to fix, like that O-line. I know there's times where that O-line from last year stood up, and basically Keenum had absolutely no sacks. But uh, Berger, he retired. Uh, there's still a bunch of rookies on that O-line that is still humming and hawing. They still haven't got their feet set. So... Did you guys re-sign Sullivan? Um, by Joe, no. Zach Fulton would have been a good sign, but the Texans picked him up. And also, oh, uh, yeah, that's that's about Houston. The moves Houston's made. The, <laughs> the one part that got me laughing when it came to Houston is that they would rather have the bust of Wheaton. Right? The biggest yeah. bust. Well, not the biggest bust. That's Jamarcus Russell. But anyway, a huge bust. Yeah, Jamarcus bust. Russell is the biggest bust of all time. They'd rather pick him up than Kaepernick. Think about that for a second. They'd That's rather have... Was think about. They'd rather have a guy who's basically a bust than a guy who has proven that he can be a quarterback, but there's a lot of baggage to him. I just think Kaepernick's not that great of a quarterback. He had one good year, maybe two, but... I I wonder, I kind of want to see what, uh, if if San Francisco, if they have a Super Bowl, if Alex Smith is starting that game instead of uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. I think if Alex Smith plays that game, they have a Super Bowl. <clears throat> but the Texans, though, I mean, just, just getting... Getting a guy like uh, Tyron Matthew on a cheap, on a relatively cheap deal, signing Zach Fulton for a guard, like it's uh, they they're building they're building something in Houston. As long as Deshaun doesn't have any lingering effects, yeah, that's the biggest to his thing. injury. But they they picked up Tyron Matthew, Aaron Colvin, Zach Fulton, Senio Clemente. Um, Sammy Coates isn't a huge one, but the only players they lost, they lost Brian Cushing. Yeah, you know what? He was a mainstay to the franchise, but if it's if it's like another it's another Andre Johnson situation. It's time to move on. Your salary cap's too high for what you're contributing. You know what? Thank you for all you've done, but we have to move on for the sake of the team, for the yeah. sake of the franchise. Then they lost Tom Savage. No loss there. Uh, Breno Giamoni, who is a, an overpaid tackle, in my opinion. Marcus Gilchrist, that one could be a little bit uh, uh, 
that one would have been a loss if they had to pick up Matthew right away to replace him. Josh Johnson, you know, he's he's a practice squad development quarterback his whole career. And then you got the guard, Xavier Stigofilo, who was that honestly a bust. He, he didn't develop into what they wanted him to. So the Houston, minimal loss, maximum gain for them. There's a lot of teams that you're going to have to watch out next year from the amount of trades and improvements that they've actually did. Oh, are you, are, you, are you getting at the Browns? Is that where you're looking at? Is that where your sights are set right now? Uh, not really, but very good point, though. Another trade that hasn't happened that, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing happening is OBJ. Odell Beckham. Oh, if they get rid of him, the Giants, they might as well just kind of forfeit the season. Not necessarily. They have a high pick. If the Browns take a quarterback first overall, which I've got a feeling they will, I don't think that's the right move. I think Barkley's the best player in the draft. If the Browns don't take Barkley, the Giants have to. They have to. Oh, there's no he doubt is, about it. The running back has been a point of weakness for that franchise for the past three, four years. I don't think they've had like a mainstay running back since Brandon Jacobs. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you got to take Barkley if you're in New York. I know a lot of people have them taking an old lineman. Some of them have them, have them taking a quarterback. If you're not taking Barkley, then you've got to trade down. They're game. You've got to collect picks if you're not taking Barkley, in my opinion. There, there's just there's no way they can they can let him slip, and the Browns, if you don't take Barkley and you and he's still somehow there with the fourth pick. I know you've signed Carlos Hyde, but you've got to take him. All right, now that I can figure this out, ooh, half an hour. Oh, so let's do that wonderful game. All right, let's see. Let's see. Oops. What's this wonderful game there, Toby? It just. Just chill. Nope, that's not what I wanted. <sighs> All right. And I want you to do this next time. Uh, got it, got it, got it. Uh, soon to be. All right, got that. So the game is, next time it's going to be one minute. Not one minute, 20, but teams that do not end with an S in NBA, NHL, MLB, lacrosse, or the NFL. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Alright? There's 10 teams. Keep going until you get one that is wrong and the game is over. Go! I have to keep going until I get one that's wrong. Oh boy. <laughs> Wild for NHL. Bing. Oh no, Hurricanes another NHL team that they used to be. Oh, put me on the spot nope. here. <laughs> can't remember what I can't think of a team in the NFL that has one. The lacrosse, um, what's Saskatoon's team name? It's not the Rage. That was the LFL team for Regina. Oh, that was fun, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, See, a minute would have been awesome. 
would have been awesome if, but I have no way. Do you give up? No. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I don't. Okay. Uh, the MLB, I don't know enough about MLB. NBA, I don't know enough about them either. Um, okay. Boston Red Sox. Chicago. Red Sox. S O X. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> Chicago White Sox. S O X. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Miami Heat. Minnesota Wild, which you got. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay. Orlando Magic. The Tampa Bay Lightning. The Utah Jazz. And the Saskatchewan Rush. There's no NFL team in there then. Nope. Throwing you off. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. Did you put that on air? Or? Oh yeah, we're still alive, dude. So, what I need you to do is keep talking. Uh, no. Pardon? <laughs> Just talk. This is the problem that I have when I do it by myself. And I, why? I'm... You're going to edit this stuff, though, yeah? Or... No. It, no. You're live, dude. Anybody? Oh. Who... Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I can go into the store and they could have it on the loudspeaker. Just absolutely live. No editing. Nothing like that. So you better talk about NFL. <laughs> what? You thought that this is being recorded? Well, yeah. I, I, no, I thought it's it was. Live. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Oh. It's like when we go to the radio station. It's live. Well, then. I wish you would have told me that before. Well, then. I can see the problem he has. Talking to yourself kind of makes you sound a little crazy. Uh, well, let's go, let's dive into, back to the NFL, the Patriots then. The moves that they've been making. Uh, don't know about you guys, but in my personal opinion, I think they probably should have kept Garoppolo another year, signed him to a bit of a contract. Now it's sounding like Tom Brady's wanting a raise now that it's gotten to that point. Uh, he's been a team-friendly player for the most part, signing lower salary. But after seeing Garoppolo get paid, Drew Brees getting paid... Might have made him a little, uh, <laughs> made him wish he would have made a little bit more money. Not that he hasn't made enough. And then the getting rid of uh, Danny Amendola, too. Letting him walk. To me, that's that was a smart salary move on the Patriots part because the deal he signed, he's going to need to be a number one receiver in Miami. And I just, I don't see him doing that. The injuries he's had, he's not prototypical NFL size, of course. He's only 5'10". I could be wrong. And then going into into that, Miami. Um, my opinion, Miami, if, if Tannehill can, can get back to full health and he can do, you know, he can do a decent amount as, as a starter for them, I think Miami's got a chance. Especially with Adam Gase as their head coach. Um... However, that Cutler experiment, everyone saw what happened. My favorite plays was uh, Wildcat formation. He's just standing on the sidelines. Didn't care, didn't move, had no interest in... Uh, had zero interest in, in the play whatsoever. That's probably one of my favorite plays. 
uh, for the entire year. Uh, another uh, another signing talked about it earlier in the show would be the Rams. You know, they picking up Sue. Me personally, I wouldn't sign Sue because of the attitude problems. You know, he's he's demanding fourteen million a year. <laughs> he's probably gonna have fourteen penalties by the end of the third game of the year. I mean, he's just his attitude problems. Just it's just too much. If if, if I'm a if I'm a gym, I don't want to deal with it. However, the prospect lining him up with Aaron Donald. I can see why it was just too good to pass up, especially since they haven't paid Donald yet. Donald's still in his rookie contract, for those that you don't know, so he's not making quite as much. Uh, the Sioux being on a one-year deal tells me that they're going all in this year. They're not going to be able to retain both, and if I'm the GM, I'm retaining Donald over Sue. Donald's younger. He doesn't have the attitude problems. Um, he might even be a bit cheaper than what Sue commanded when he signed with the Dolphins. Um... Uh, just and then, that team's just scary. Just it's just scary. They they've got Marcus Peters on his rookie deal. He's only making one point seven million against the cap this year. That's tiny. He's just as good, if not better, than Akeem Talib, and he's making a fraction of what Talib's of what Talib's getting. It's they 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 use the tag on Joiner. That team's as if they can get a linebacker, they can get a linebacker in the draft. That team's good to go. Unfortunately, though, it's sounding like they've made an offer of their first-round pick to the Giants for OBJ. Now, if I'm the Giants, I'm trading OBJ because, again, I prefer not to deal with those attitude problems. Um, OBJ's he's not getting paid enough to to be the to be the jackass that he's been being. Pardon my French, but. The deal he's going to command, from what I've from what I've read, is around sixteen to nineteen million dollars. He, he's not Antonio Brown. Um, he doesn't. That's not to say he's not a great receiver. I just I think that's too much for a problem player. If he had no, if he didn't have the attitude problems, yeah, sure, I'd be fine with them giving him that deal. But all these players coming out saying I'm not going to play unless I get a, a new contract or an extension. You know, you're getting paid lots of money to play a sport. I, I wish I could do that. You know, I wish I could make minimum salary to go play football, but unfortunately, just no, nowhere near talented enough. Um, OBJ, if, if he gets traded, it sounds like the Rams are most likely spot, even though I personally prefer to see him go to the Browns because the Browns have already made the biggest improvements out of any team other than the Rams themselves this year. Getting Tyrod Taylor... Jarvis Landry, Carlos Hyde, those that that supplements their offense. Their old line's a little bit weaker now with their retirement to Joe Thomas. I feel bad for him because it seems like he's dipping out just when it's getting good for them. Their defense signing EJ Gaines helps. Um, they have Kindred as a strong safety, he's good. Sound like they're gonna let Jabil Peppers try to develop this year. Um, he's a bit of a disappointment last year, but you know what? One year can make a difference. Uh, full off season of studying, getting better, practicing with his teammates, and then that receiving core. Right now, your receiving core is Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon, and Kerry Coleman. It's already top notch. You got David Njuko as your tight end, along with 
along with the valve is the number two. This team, this team for me is they can get a development quarterback to learn under Tyrod Taylor. They're 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 in good they're in good hands. I'm back. Oh. Missed me? No. So how'd you do? Well, I don't know. I guess you'll find out when people comment on how annoying I was. <laughs> guess you'll hey. see you later. I was just going in. I covered the Patriots a bit and the Dolphins, and then I was getting into the Browns. Oh, and I covered a bit of OBJ of why I think that the the Giants should trade him. If I were the GM, I'd trade him. I don't have time for problem players. I don't. I wouldn't. I would want to deal with that. It's either you you get pull your head out of your butt and you get in line, or you go play for someone else because I can get a lot in return for you. The the rat if the Giants trade OBJ, they could possibly get like two or three top quality players in return in the form of draft picks. And the Giants have more than one problem. It's different. If if the Giants if the Giants are already in position, they made the playoffs last year and they were in a good spot. I can see not trading OBJ, but they missed the playoffs they, last year handedly. They they were terrible. They need more than one fix. OBJ is not gonna fix your team. He's not gonna take you to the Super Bowl. Trade him, get some draft picks, if not a player and draft picks, and start rebuilding your team around Eli Manning before it's too late. Oh, yeah. They've already got Sterling Shepard. Brandon Marshall's kind of irrelevant. They could have been more active in free agency. There is receivers out there in free agency that they could have sent. Alan Hearns went to Dallas. They could have picked him up. I mean, they, they, Jordy Nelson was available. They had options in free agency. They chose not to act on it. If I'm the Giants, I'm trading OBJ to fill multiple holes on my roster and to get rid of that problem player. Just like I, I, I commented too with the, the Rams. Sue, I didn't want him going to the Seahawks even though we had a hole there because of his problems. Me personally, if I were Jim, I wouldn't have time for problem players. If they don't want to get in line, they don't want to, you know, like be managed. Like some players, some teams, they, they can do that. They can manage problem players and I applaud them for that. Me, uh, yeah, sure, I'd give it a shot. I'd give a player a chance. But OBJ's been in the league a few years now. Navigan Sue's been in the league definitely more than a few years now. They've had a chance to smarten up. It's too late. If you're not smartened up by now, what's throwing more money at you going to do? What's throwing more money at the media? It's going to keep them happy for like a couple months, but then they're going to be right back at it. It just gives them more funds to make stupid decisions. It's pretty bad when they make stupid decisions right now as it is. Well, another thing I commented too, I mentioned, is that it's all these players demanding more money or, like, you know, not playing on the contract. I'm sorry, I wish I could make minimum salary in the NFL. I wish I could do that, but I'm nowhere near talented enough to play football. I think a lot of them are taking for granted what they do for a living and how much they make. Yeah, but then if you break it down, just like their bodies. You see what I did there? Uh, uh, uh. Anyway. What is it? Uh, one person said a running back, like, for example, Adrian Peterson in his prime before all the issues, they said that a running back full speed into, like, a line is like getting into a car accident at 40 miles per hour. You have that much basic damage type of deal. How much money did he make over his career? Tons of money. You make that much money, do you really need to make more money in the rest of your life? For me, no. Me, hands down, no. If I'm if I make like fifteen million dollars, I'm good for life. Yeah, but the difference between I'm done. 
us and them is we would be happy with even $500,000. But with them, it's like, well, I already had a contract for $8 million. I just want that money to keep my lifestyle going. And Maybe they need to adjust their lifestyle then. <laughs> They're super stuck. Is that a puppy dog or a coyote? Coyote. But it's they'll never change. Once you start getting that high cash, you're like, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. It's not that hard to take a portion of that, put it into an interest savings account, and then live off that interest. Not everybody can be like Gronk, you know. No one wants to be like Gronk. Everybody wants to be like Gronk. He's the biggest tight end I've ever seen. He can't block, and he won't block. Well, same thing with uh, Kyle Rudolph. And he's dirty. That hit he laid on that poor DB while he's out of bounds, looking away, he hits him like that, and then he goes and he gets laid out. Uh, oh, that. I can't remember who laid him out, but someone cracked him, and he's sitting there crying. Oh, it's a dirty play. No, no, no. Where, where was? Suck it up. You want to play it? Make a play like that on someone? The play that happened to him is boom, boom. It was like a boom, boom play. He got lit, lit up trying to catch a ball. Okay. Man, Brady you gets went to, hit you went, you went and you just cranked some guy in the back of the head while he's out of bounds on the ground. I'm sorry, you've lost all right to bitch about any kind of dirty play on you for the rest of your career. Done. Over. You want to play dirty? Then don't cry when other people do it to you. Yeah, but the comments when I... Tredavious White, that's who he hit. Tredavious White, rookie with the Buffalo Bills. But the comment that I made about uh, be like Gronk with this money, apparently with this contract that he's making with New England, he's putting into a fund then any endorsement deals that he makes as he's playing, he's using that to well, live off. Marshawn Lynch did the same thing. He, he didn't touch a cent of his football money. He lived off of his endorsements. Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> Steer side won't get fined. That's from... He's, he's one ugly dude. Oh, Marshawn? Yeah. Not as ugly as OBJ. Yeah, okay. You want to have a segment of rating dudes? What's that? Ryan Reynolds. Bing! I didn't... A segment of what? Rating dudes. What's the... What is that? R-A-T-E. Rate. You know, rate. Yeah, what are you, what are you rating them on? What do you think of Ryan Reynolds? That's hilarious. This is an excellent Deadpool. No, no, not that. You said Marshawn Lynch... OBJ, ugly. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I'll pass on this one there, Toby. Come on, Ryan Reynolds. How can you go wrong with that? Nice ass. You've seen it in uh, movies. He looks good in tight clothes. <laughs> I mean, I don't notice those things when I'm watching movies, but... Come on, it's Ryan Reynolds. Reynold? I don't... I don't know. Okay, I had too much beaver, okay? <laughs> I don't think you've ever had too much beaver. I have five kids. Oh! You've gotten laid five times in your life. Uh, the sneezing count? Get it? Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, I think we should call it a day when I hit my next clientele. Then we will continue maybe next Monday if uh, one B wants to be with me. On the show. Alright, we'll wrap it up with... Uh, we didn't even touch on it. This, the, this segment, so we'll wrap it up with it. <laughs> NHL. What about it? 
how you're what uh, I've been paying close attention. I'm a, I'm a Maple Leafs fan, so I'm a pretty happy guy right now. Huh? You don't look like a Maple Leafs fan. Like Toronto. So I'm pretty happy right now. How about you with the Wild? I'm actually pretty happy that they turned their game around. Except, was it? Was it Prezi or Suter left with a lower body injury the other night? Okay. Which is not good. Because we're talking about free agency. Toronto's going to get hit hard when, we, when their free agency hits. That's going to be, uh, that's going to have suck to deal with, but having to sign all the young guys, I think they'll be able to do it. They, they traded, uh, uh, the lander they traded, so they don't have to pay him anymore. Matthews is going to command a, a big salary, but I mean, I think he's worth it. And then Marner, they better pay Marner. I think Marner is a, a key signing. Will be a key signing to keep on the team. All right. Then what about the Vegas Knights? That oh, they you hear that for the the expansion, um, Seattle. If it happens, Golden Knights will be exempt from the from the roster stealing. <laughs> they will. Have, Seattle won't be able to take anything from uh, from Vegas. Do you think that is a uh, right move though? Or do you think that's a little unfair? Because you have all these teams working, building to get their teams. And they, they already are. got pillaged once because the Vegas took players. Exactly. You know, if if Vegas was playing poorly, I would say you know what, that's fair. They're new. They're you know they've got nothing. But Vegas is killing it. Oh, I know. So I, you know what, I think that's a little unfair. The other teams, I get it. You can't go. Well, they're just they're brand new. You can't pillage them. But all these teams that have been around, they've been pillaged twice now. That's just as bad. In less than five years? Yeah. Probably. That's, that's just as bad. So, you know, in Vegas, they should be able to take players from Vegas just for the fact that they've been so successful right out of the game. Yes. But that could be a topic for next week. Yeah, we can go into that next week. Well, thanks for having me on, Toby. Oh, not a problem, Billy Bob. Next time, I won't screw up worse than Donald Trump. Right now at T-Mobile, get an awesome iPhone XR on us when you bring your family over and trade in your old device. Because whether you have mom, dad, or a friend on your mind, it's a gift so bold and brilliant, you'll want to keep it for yourself. Most importantly, it's on us in six vibrant colors. Plus, with unlimited everything from T-Mobile, the awesome iPhone XR will have everyone snapping, streaming, and sharing to their heart's content all year long. But don't wait. It's only for a limited time. So visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE and get iPhone XR on us. If congested, customers using more than 50 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds due to prioritization. Video at 480p via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers plus tax. Qualifying trade-in, port-in, service, and finance agreement required. Contact us before canceling our credit stop and remaining balance due. 64 gigs, zero down, plus 31.25 per month for 24 months. Pre-credit price, 749.99, 0% APR. One offer per account. Johnny got a toy golf set when he was three, and from that day on, he was hooked. All he wanted to do was golf, golf, golf. He'd be on the links before school, after school. All he ever wanted was to go pro. And then, one day, when he was holding his grandson and thinking about his 12 handicap, Johnny realized it just might not happen for him. But you know what did happen for him? He switched to Geico and saved a bunch of money on car insurance. So that was good, and so was hanging out with his grandson.